Mike check one two one two. So How you doing, little cat? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, yeah. big cat. <laughs> Yo, what's the deal, y'all? It's Dom. What's up? What's up, everybody? This is Isaac, and this is Street Ball, season two, episode eight. We're all about NBA media day, all right? So before we start our show, we got a special guest in the house, first and foremost. But we got to plug, got to plug the channel. So make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel. Turn your notifications and ring that bell. All right. Everything just about NBA Media Day today. And first and foremost, we got someone who we know really well, one of our brothers, uh, Contamati family in the building. We got Justin Williams in the building who is employed by the Sacramento Kings. And he might downplay himself right here, but he is the player liaison. Anything, anything community-wise, you name it. Um, anytime they're doing a community activation or meeting with fans, and especially on NBA Media Day, as you can see him right in action next to De'Aaron Fox. So come on in, Jess. How you doing? Good. How you guys doing? Oh, we good. We good. Make sure you get close to the mic all right, so we can hear you. Now, Jess, first and foremost, um, me and Jess decided to do this because we were talking in the office today. Um, Jess knows how NBA Media Day is portrayed to the fans. Uh, but he has a whole different story. He has good and not so glamorous things that that we talk about. But just give the fans an insight about how it is at media day for yourself and also the players. I mean, for myself, I mean, it's, it's a long day for us. It started probably about 11 a.m. that day with just a walkthrough. Um, obviously, our PR team does a lot of the behind the scenes, uh, getting everything together, whether it's letting all the media in. And then we have handlers. So my job was to get all the handlers this year. Um, we pair each player up with the handler to help them get um, from station to station. This year, I want to say they had 21 stations. So each player goes from station to station, um, 10 minutes a station, uh, and, and goes from there. Um, me being with Fox that day, it took roughly, we started at about 12.30, and we didn't end until about 4.30 after everything was done. Sheesh. Sheesh. I mean, shoot, man, that sounds like us at an event or something, uh, some some type of lifestyle that Jess is used to, uh, spend long days in the gym. But so talk about this and tell, give more insight about Media Day. I know we take pictures, um, you're doing promo videos, and this is basically something you're setting up for the entire year, right? Yep. So for every team does a little bit differently. Uh, some teams do a big press conference and let the guys just go talk. Um, our organization did something where they just, they were bringing NBC Sports, you bring in like NBA TV and they have like their own station. They each get to sit down with the player for about 10 minutes um, and just talk. They ask questions. Sometimes it's the same questions over and over um, just for different channels. Um, sometimes it's just, Anything crazy um, for us this year was interesting because we came out of a 17-year drought of not making the playoffs until we made the, now we made the playoffs. So the questions were different. How you build build on that and go from there? All right. So I'm, I'm not gonna get messy here because I want to, but you know we stay we keep it professional. Oh, so I, I'm not, I can deny it anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you your least favorite player to work with on the Kings. But who's your favorite player to work with on the Kings? Gotta be Fox. Fox, easy. Um, he he. They, I, I would say this. They, I like working with them all. Uh, I won't say I have a specific favorite, um, 
they all come in and I have an understanding of what they got to do and they want to all give back to the community in their own different way. So that's probably like one of the best part of it. So he just contradicted himself. He said Fox and then he said, I can't pick favorites. Come on, dog. Hey man, it's no favorites. <laughs> I, work, I, work, I work well with others. Hey, just absolutely works well with others. He's a, he's a coach, um, you know, runs the junior Kings. He's a junior Kings manager. He does a lot of things for the Sacramento Kings behind the scenes. So we're really happy to have him in the studio now. Um, I want you to, I want you to stay here for reactions to, uh, the stuff we picked out for media day. All right. So first and foremost, we got Jimmy going emo on media day. All right. Sure was the most viral video of all NBA media day. Right? Now, <laughs> now, as you guys know, we, uh, Jimmy came out with some ridiculously long braids last year, um, on media day and, um, everybody was questioning that, but I feel like this made more of a splash. Now, like scale one to ten, man. How how do you uh, how do you uh, rate this look in particular? Like ten being the worst. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> What's up with the emo <laughs> look? I've never seen nothing. Justin, have you ever seen anything like this in Media Day? Yes. Have you ever seen anything like this in Media Day? Nah, but I mean, I think this is my observation. I think Jimmy's a character. I think some guys that look at Media Day is like a uh, like a glorified Halloween that like they they're not they're not models and they don't like to be models and stand and take pictures for hours upon hours so Jimmy get a chance to uh express himself and you know he plays a joke on the NBA now that's his profile pick for the whole year so imagine watching TNT <laughs> on a Thursday night and they're gonna show his stats and it's gonna be that picture of him with the perm going down his face so that's like that's great hey man this is this is like top level stuff honestly they, they're Jimmy's trying to push the envelope. I feel like they're probably gonna make a rule. But you can't like with uh, honestly. So what, what are you gonna do though? You yeah, can't, how could you can't? You can't, you can't. Hey, listen, you can't. You, you can't. You can't make a rule. You make that a rule like well, if that's really his look, and he really want to express himself. But he can hoop. You can't make it a rule. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> then he got home that night and decided, nah, I don't want to do that no more. That's yeah. exactly what he did. Just like last year, he shows up to the first day of training camp. Just regular Jimmy uh, with the aloe headband. That's, that's actually kind of fly. Uh, but let's talk about the Heat as a team. Now, they made it all the way to the NBA Finals last year in spite of being a few plays away from getting dropped out in the playing tournament. Um, didn't really didn't really make any splashes this offseason. Lost out on Dame and also lost key players such as Gabe Vincent off the bench. Isaac, what are you expecting from them this season? Hey, man, the NBA is loaded. I don't. I don't see the Heat doing anything, honestly. I don't see them. I think they got lucky last uh, season. They did some unbelievable shit, but nah, I don't see them winning like that. You know, with the Heat's culture, man. Nah, I don't think. <laughs> now that, that, unless they would have got Dame, if they would have got Dame. I would have been like, okay, we could, we could rock. But nah, without Dame, nah, not happening. All right, speaking of Dame, he's on he's on the new look Bucks. Uh, got traded last week already in the threads. Uh, we got some good edits here, but we. He, we, we saw some pictures of him with his new four, uh, Chris Middleton, uh, Brooke Lopez, and also Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now, seeing this team, new look books, uh, without Drew Holiday, uh, but they they're, they they had the best record in the NBA last year before being dropped by the Heat in the first round. What do you expect from them? Are they the team to beat in the East? Third for sure. Bro, they're the team to beat. Dame Lillard and, and Giannis on the same squad? I don't care who else they got. I think they're going to be dangerous. So, yeah, they're the end of the, they're 
super sexy with those two superstars. I, I shit, you gotta beat the Bucks. What's your take? I think the Bucks gonna be uh, hard to stop. I st- I'm still gonna take uh, Jimmy and the Heat in this situation because it's just the the dog in him. But I mean, this is a good team. But I mean, whew, that's a lot of points. I just can't get past the fact that in in besides the one year where the Bucks went all the way, they always seem to come up short. Whether it's second round exit, both years that Giannis won MVP, they they lost to the Heat in the bubble, second round, and got absolutely trounced. Um, and it always seems like they come up short in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's because of an injury or something like that, they got all the way through that one year. But I just don't know if they can continuously do it. I'm, I'm just so. saying, Damo. Dame didn't leave the Trailblazers to not win, so I think he's coming with some heat. I think it's going to be dangerous, bro. Yeah, and, and you know, I heard Dame talking on the radio today with his um, uh, his combo with Giannis, and he was right, right on the head. Once they get their chemistry up, they really complement each other's games. You got an inside versus outside. Giannis is a defensive menace, which which will really, um, you know, cover up some of Dame's uh, short shortcomings on defense. Uh, but Dame is the score that they've been missing since Giannis has been there. Chris Middleton, a big shot maker, but not a consistent scorer like Damon's. So, um, shoot, I'm really excited to see this one, man. I, I don't know what's going to happen. But, you know, um, the next thing we're going to talk about is former Buck, Drew Holiday, got traded to Portland last week for Dame. And within a matter of hours, a few days, got traded to Boston. Now, Boston gave him Malcolm Brogdon and a few other guys for this one. But um, first off, how, like – do you like them in the green? And second Bro, off, did they get better with this trade? They for sure got better with this trade. And I love him in the green. And he's Marcus Smart on steroids, I think. To play defense, to smell bread, and can score the basketball. I think I think there's a big-time pickup for the Celtics. What about you, Dom? I mean, Drew Holiday's a legend, L.A. legend, bro, honestly. And you know that. Um, dude, when I first saw him at Campbell Hall when I was young, I think – he graduated my freshman year of high school, uh, and he was going nuts there. And I got to see him play at UCLA. Nobody has, like, as far as people that I've seen play from a young age, high school age, has, like, exceeded my expectations like Drew Holiday. Probably maybe DeMar DeRozan has become a better player, way better player than I thought he would be. But Drew Holiday, when I saw him at UCLA and everything, did not was not super – you know, impressed by what he was doing. I thought he'd be solid, but to to what he's turned into, um, he's he's a key piece on the championship team. And they needed somebody like this to replace Marcus Smart, someone who will guard the best player, be an impact on the ball, and also, like you said, being able to score. Um, but, shoot, I hate this move as a Lakers fan, I'll tell you that. What about you, bro? I think the uh, Celtics went back and they – Felt like they were missing out on Marcus Smart, and they had to figure out a gap in that thing. And um, it's going to be interesting to see this going into the playoffs. I think they gave up a lot, giving up Robert Woods and Robert Williams. I'm sorry, and um, all that for the trade. I think it was a lot, and Brogdon. So I think it hurts them a little bit. They got a little top heavy, but we'll see how it goes going into the playoffs. They are missing a lot of interior defense that they had last year. Yeah. Uh, Porzingis, I personally don't have faith in him. Uh, you guys can say anything that you want. He's very talented, but I haven't seen him play consistently at the level that he needs to play in his career so far. No matter who he's played with, 
He's played with Luca. He's played. He's played in Washington. He's played in New York, and I haven't seen it. So maybe they know something that we don't know. But like Jess alluded to, they 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 left a lot on the table as far as interior defense. Uh, losing Grant Williams, losing Robert Williams, but Robert on the other side, Robert Williams is really injury prone as well. So yeah. they so always Porzingis, right? Exactly. <laughs> so they always have to deal without him. But I, I think they can score enough. And their perimeter defense, if it's good enough, can kind of, you know, uh, make up for those uh, shortcomings on the inside. But we will see. I'm really excited to watch this um, sure. unfold. Now, you know, we're th this one isn't about a team and how good they are. This is more like a groundbreaking partnership in the NBA. Uh, Hornets debuted their New Jersey patch the other day at Media Day, and it wasn't uh, IBM or – uh, American Airlines. It was Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast, the YouTube sensation, uh, known for making crazy YouTube videos about uh, remodeling people's homes, buying people houses and cars, doing everything nice for the community and the world. Um, actually brokered a deal with the Charlotte Hornets to be their New Jersey patch. Um, That's kind of a New Jersey patch sponsorship. Now, this is this is first of first. I ain't never seen anything like this. Um, but is, is is the first of many. Are we going to see Jake Paul on a, on a right. uniform? Are we going to see uh, Funny Marco or uh, what's her name? What's her name, Bobby? Bobby, uh, uh, Bobby, Bobby what's her name? Bobby, yeah. I don't know her, yeah. I don't know what her famous yeah. name is, but yeah. Is this one of one? Are we going to see more influencers on jerseys? And is it good for the NBA? That's the main question. I, I think it's great for the team. I'm looking right here. He has 190 million subscribers on on YouTube. 190. All, 190 million. That's that's kind of insane. So I don't know. I feel like they're they're looking for more eyes. Maybe I don't. I don't know what is it. The money. I, I don't know. It's kind of crazy to me though. When I saw it, bro, some different YouTuber. Sheesh. Two so, billion yeah, minutes. Two billion minutes watched last month on YouTube. Bro, imagine if they watch two billion minutes of our podcast every month. <laughs> hey, I'll, I, shoot, I'll be at the crib right now, chilling. <laughs> I think the hard part is the amount of money they're paying for these patches. Can these other like companies keep up and, and invest in it? That's the, probably the first thing. It costs a lot, and I mean, but just imagine the amount of views they get on the jerseys with these well, teams. Like, how significant your brand's gonna go up? Also, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean. I don't know what the contract is or how it works. I'm sure he has to do some content with the Hornets. So that would be a lot of views. Uh, last time I checked, and just probably no more than I do, it probably depends on the franchise. But when they first debuted these patches, I think they cost like $3 million per the season. I could be wrong. More. It depends on, it depends on the team and the value. And the market. So think about the Lakers. They did this uh, with the um, Chinese company. It's a lot of money because Lakers every game the Lakers plays on TV yeah. on national TV. So now you get all the advertisements and eyes. So that their value is extremely high. So it's based on the team and the value of the team and like how many TV games and things of that nature they go up. I know the Lakers are expensive. Lakers got to be expensive. The most hey, so can can we afford a Ball's Life patch for uh, OKC or somebody? They don't they don't be on TV. Or can we can we go can we go for the Lakers? D no. <laughs> got to get that Ball's Life patch out there. Get uh get Ty Glover dunking at halftime. Hey, I think we, we let's start with the Chippewa Saints first, and then we can go from there. <laughs> he said the Chippewa Saints. Oh, G League Ignite though, G League Ignite maybe, maybe. 
Chile I don't know. Our, our South Bay Lakers. South Bay Lakers. We got to start small. But, um, yeah, but I, I think this is really good as far as reach in the NBA. You know, we've been talking about in the past weeks. Obviously, they, they, errat- they ratified the new rule where you have to play 65 games to get uh, a, an award. Uh, you have to – you can't sit more than one superstar on one night. All these things that they're trying to do in order to maximize visibility for this new brand deal that the NBA is trying to get. This is another avenue. You, there's a how many Mr. Beast fans? You said 190 million uh, subscribers. 190 million subscribers, bro. He only has seven, he only has 756 videos up. That's kind of crazy. My point is this: is how many of those people actually watch the NBA? probably not 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 a lot of them you're you're putting more eyes on the brand exactly you're putting more eyes on the hornets but you're also putting more eyes on mellow and you're putting more eyes on the nba so with all that being said it's a smart move look at this odama he has 190 million uh subscribers i'm looking at the first two videos it's 133 million views 116 million views hey he, he got some real dedicated subscribers bro bro as far as i can tell i follow him on instagram he does some really good stuff like it, like he'd be buying people houses or renovating their house like with no warning like he, he, it's probably staged but you know what i mean like he 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 probably has a really diverse following as well a lot of those people that don't watch basketball are not cures blindness and gives hearing aids out and shit yeah <laughs> yeah the, he cured blindness <laughs> mr beast cured <laughs> that's different Hey, hey, DB coming with the with the elite notes the during the show yeah. <laughs> all the time. He come with a major assist. Um, but yeah, I think this is good for the league, and hopefully, more YouTube influencers or people that aren't like in basketball are encouraged to broker deals like this to up their brand. And also, it's a it's a mutually beneficial move by the NBA and the brand. So I'm gonna think, think about this. We see Jess with the laser everywhere. Fans go crazy. All the little kids go crazy. Everybody in the gym is going nuts. He has 15 million subscribers. Mr. Beast got is murdering. Killing that. Killing that. Exactly. So we'll see. I, I really hope more influencers and companies that don't have anything to do with basketball do this more. But we'll see. Now we get to move on to my squad. All right. The Lakers. We look, we looking ready to go on media day. Right? We're really ready to go. Uh, I like the new look, the new additions, and all those things that we got going. Now, uh, last week they circulated this graphic with the potential um, rotation. I don't see Jackson Hayes on here, which I'm not super disappointed about. But who, like, is this valid for you, or do you think there's other guys that should deserve to play? What do you think? Uh, I like this starting five right here. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, LeBron, Rui, Anthony Davis. But I think what I'd do, I'd, I'd switch out Rui. I'd put, I'd, I'd put in Christian Wood. I think that would be nasty. Him and Anthony Davis down low. Ooh. But, I mean, then you got Cam Reddish off the bench. Gabe Vincent, they're loaded, bro. I'm, I'm excited to watch the Lakers. I played against Gabe Vincent in college. Never thought he'd be here. Now he's now he's making uh, eight figures a year. It's crazy. The so, but, yeah, he busted, yeah. He busted your ass, Dumbo. I didn't guard him, so no. I was guarding Allen Williams. <laughs> Allen Williams was a fucking low too. Like, so he was but you. Oh, okay. Damn. No, Allen Williams was busting my ass, no cap. Like, and he played in the okay. league too, so it is what it is. I was I'll getting rebounds. I was getting rebounds. But yeah, like 
this right here, I I don't I don't agree with you with the starting lineup because you want I feel like you got a lot of scoring in the starting lineup. You got AD, you got D'Lo, you got Austin Reeves, um, and you got LeBron. And Rui showed his hand of being able to be a really good defender in the playoffs last year. So you want that guy that's a versatile defender to start the game. Uh, and then you got the interior defender with AD. But then you want firepower off the bench. That's a lot Christian, of firepower. Shit. Christian Wood can't guard his own shadow, but he can well, he can score, goddammit. Uh, Gabe Vincent is that steady ball handler that can get you a bucket if need be. But he's a really good six-man. And Cam Reddish is a wild card. Torian Prince is a really good 3 and D guy. And we've seen Jared Vanderbilt in action. He can guard anybody. So I like this look right here. And obviously with injuries and maybe some, maybe Rui goes on a slump or something, we make adjustments. But I really like what I see right here on paper. But who who knows? Um, AD could be MVP if he if he can stay healthy. Yeah, Playing simple. I think, <laughs> I think he'd do it on this team. I think this team could help him get that MVP. I don't know, man. Uh, we will see. I, as much as I love this team, I'm gonna keep it a thousand. I don't know how great we'll be in the regular season because you got guys, especially like LeBron. You know, we got that 65 game threshold. I don't think he cares that much about winning in a winning a post uh, uh, season award. I really don't. And he's like our main guy. AD should be, but he's our main guy. And with that being said, if, if LeBron's sitting out not playing games, then our record isn't going to really reflect how good we are. We're, this is really going to be the playoff team, I feel like. So we got to get our stuff ready for the playoffs. And that's plain and simple. But I think we're going to be top four in the West this year, and we're going to make some noise in the playoffs, hopefully win the chip. But, of course, Jess is uh, cheering for the Sacramento Kings, so he doesn't, agree with, he doesn't agree with me. <laughs> I like the Kings. I see. I love watching the Kings. I can no, see the Kings. Man. You know, like the beam, all that stuff. I like like my one of my favorite colors is purple. The whole joint is just I, I like it. I just can't outwardly cheer for the Kings because I'm a Laker fan. And Sacramento is a cow town. Just know that I'm from LA. So hey man, you lived in Sac uh, more than half your life. You from Sac. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> All right. Before we go, because we talked a lot about the other things, just wanted to see some new look guys. Obviously, we got Phoenix, Bradley Beals in a Phoenix Suns uniform now. Um, and why is D Book wearing dirty chucks? <laughs> hey, hey D Book got that old school swag. You know, he got all the classic whips. He's always whipping in the old throwback. Why why are you wearing dirty chucks to me today though? They better be brand new chucks out the box. Hey, you see those joints right there? It looked like he he looked like he was playing in the sandlot. Like he like yeah, Benny the Jet Rodriguez, bro. <laughs> Way bro. Hey, he got the he choking them too. He got them tied up real tight. I really like the additions that Phoenix made, getting used to Nurkic and um Grayson Allen. Um they're gonna be better than I thought. I don't know if they're gonna be top level, but they're going to be better than I thought. And that's also continued on if these three right here can stay relatively healthy, honestly. Um, yeah, with, the, next, with, with the new rules and the new players that came together, bro, this NBA season is going to be turned up. I know. I know. All right. Lastly, because we're out of time, we see Chris Paul in a Golden State Warriors jersey right here. Um, 
for some reason, I was looking everywhere and I couldn't find, you know, the group photo with him and Steph Curry and Draymond and Clay Thompson. I couldn't find it. Maybe they didn't take it. But that already spells disaster for me. Same over <laughs> no, there. we are done. <laughs> hey, they didn't even want to take a picture with them together. We don't need that bad, whatever you got yeah. going on, that bad juju rubbing off on anybody. So stay over there. Take your little selfie over here and we'll do our shit over here. How about that? No lie, man. Hey. Hey, we run we we run over time right now. You might get spared from trivia today. I'm just saying. No, no, no. You gotta get trivia in. Get trivia in. <laughs> That's what I came for. I came to see this trivia. That's what I wanted to see, baby. All right, all right. Then we get we gotta we gotta spend the least amount of time on this topic as possible. All right. Now there you go. There you go. <laughs> James Harden. James Harden did not participate in the Sixers Media Day, but he did show up on the third day of training camp and reportedly showed up today as well. All smiles. Uh, put the drama behind him. God bless you. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, seemingly putting the drama behind him and ready to make a splash for the Sixers. Now, my question is this, like, is is Harden really putting the drama behind him? Or is he just trying to save his money and he's going to run out, his, his fuse is going to blow and he's going to start making trade demands again? What do you think? I think that uh, you're making millions of dollars to dribble a basketball and put it in the hoop. I think you go hoop, bro. Regardless, I'm gonna get my paper, bro. I think, he, I think he wants to make his money. That's facts. I don't care where you at. I don't care if you want to play for the Clippers or you want to play for G League Ignite. If you if you play for an NBA team, you better you better show up and and do your thing. And James is the ultimate businessman. A lot of these guys they look at it as a business, and he don't want to leave no money on the table. I mean, if you look at how he left. Uh, Houston and Brooklyn. It wasn't like he held himself out. He still got paid. You know, some of these guys, they don't get paid. So James shows up for work every day. So not showing up to training camp, not showing up like that. It's not like the NFL where you guys still don't get paid. Man, James trying to get that money. So he's going to be there and going to put in that work. Now, hey, hamstring or something might hurt a little bit. It might be a little sore this day. But, hey, he's going to still show up and get there. Day five, I'm, I'm hey, I'm, I'm betting on it. He's going he gonna to show up lame. Oh, my calf. My calf hurts. Mark Hatter, I gotta say. All right, all right, all right, all right. Now we're back to our segment, our favorite segment, bro. That that we debuted last year during NBA basketball season. We got NBA Leaf Feet Media Day Edition, and some people brought out some heat. Now we didn't have a lot of time, enough time to go over every every person that brought out heat, but we got a few. So we're gonna start off with Steph and his new Curry Flow Lows. I, now listen, these are functional basketball shoes. But I will say, as a basketball shoe, I feel like these keep getting better. Yeah, I mean, he had a golf shoe. The first shoe looked like a golf, you know, looked like a golf shoe. I mean, anything yeah. better than that. But, I mean, yeah, they're cool. I don't really like them, but I think they're, they're better. I like that colorway, weather shape. What do you think? Uh, man, I'm not a fan of the Undarmers. I can tell you that much. Yeah. But those are nice shoes. I think Steph's shoes, have, they've gradually gotten better over time. When he first came out, they were like, oh, I don't want – they like some boxes, but now they're actually look like functional hoop shoes. So, yeah, hey, if, if I could shoot anywhere near how Steph could shoot, if I'm busting, walking them shoes, I'm, I'm, I love the shoes. I love them. I really like the, the mix-up of texture here. You got the white with the gray texture, like the web. You got the little blue accent and then the black upper. Like, it's – this is a really good shoe, like – I like it's very well proportioned as far as like styles and things like that. So Steph's getting better with his shoes. Still can't rock them with jeans or sweats though. So we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. Basketball shoes can you wear with jeans? Oh, nowadays, not many. Not many. Now, we got Pat Connaughton at Bucks Media Day in a throwback with the LeBron 2 Maccabees. All right. These are probably, these might be my favorite LeBrons of all time. So, and then the colorway makes it even better. And it's matching. I got to give them extra points for that. Yeah. Now, this is a tough shoe to wear with that uniform. I think there's gold. Is there gold stripes on the sides yeah. right there? The yeah, cream, bro. Yeah, it's the cream. Yeah, I love it. I love cream it. Cream city, baby. Cream city, baby. Hey, that's why I go back. Every damn near every shoe that got a strap is usually dope. I'm just saying, especially the signature shoe. The, the, the signature shoe with the strap is always cold. Left with the strap, you get extra work in. <laughs> there it is. There it is. All right, next. We got Tyrese Halliburton rocking a Kobe 6 Pro Tro. DeMar DeRozan PE. Now, this looks like some bikini bottom. All right. Straight, straight from straight from Sandy's uh bubble down down in bikini bottom right here. But I really like the mix up of colors here. You got the bright, you got the not so bright, and the different the different shades of pink with the lime green shoelaces. This is a really good mashup. I like it. No, I love this matchup. Um this is this is I like the shoe, honestly. So this is always gonna win, bro. This Kobe shoe is nuts. So yeah. Yeah, Tyrese, you know, former king, he's uh, definitely a shoe guy. So he puts a lot of effort into them. Those, those, if I'm coming out media day, I'm rocking those. There it is. Um, now, next, this one's for the kitties. Now, I like these ones too, but I think they're too loud for me personally to wear. But I think these are dope. Uh, Mellow Ball dons his new version of his signature shoes right here at media day. Now, yes, those look like straight off of the Nickelodeon Teen Choice Awards. They got the slime on the bottom. Got the purples and and the pinks, all that stuff. I really like these shoes. I just don't think I can pull them off. Yeah, I think no, they're, real, wearing, they're real kitty. Go ahead. Okay. No, if I'm wearing those, I'm definitely giving out buckets. I'm giving out <laughs> buckets kicks. Like you got it's, it's attraction. If you're wearing those and you buns, you're terrible. Nah, that's facts. You know, right? These are pumas. Yeah, pumas. Yeah. Yeah, these are real. Uh, they look like some Rick and Morty. They give me Rick and Morty vibes. You know there are Rick and Morty uh, mellows, so yeah, really? definitely, yeah, they are. Wow! Oh my gosh, this dude don't know about the Rick and Morty. This is why we gotta do trivia. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no, ain't no know. way, ain't no way you're getting these trivia questions right. <laughs> yeah, with that Rick well, and Morty. Yeah, that soul, that soul is crazy though. I've never seen nothing like that shoe. That shoe looks real, real. That's a crazy shoe, man. All right, now you know we gotta give love to the street three stripe life. So we gonna go. Trey Young rocking a new version of his Trey Threes at Media Day. He's um, these ones we've seen them in person a different uh, colorway, but I like these. These are these are Magic Boy colors too. So I look forward to seeing our kids wearing these in the spring. What about you? Most definitely. I mean, we got a couple pair. I've I've, I've played in them. They might be one of the most comfortable pair of shoes that I've, I've played in. So I think we we will be all right with those. Those are that, that colorway is nice. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, yeah. seeing them this year. Yeah, no, that, that new design Adidas is doing with like the earth layers. I don't know what I, I think it's dope. I love it. It's fire. Never wore these. I want to try these on, hooping them, maybe at LA Fitness or something, but they look comfy. I love them. They're, de they're definitely cutting edge. I really like I really like the colorway on this one in particular. It matches the jersey too. Even though that's not what people are doing all the time these days, but I really mess with it. Now, these next one, the Don issues. I didn't like these when I saw a picture of them off feet, but they look pretty good on Don's feet right here. You got the gold and the white. Oh, that's actually champagne. My bad. Uh, champagne, white, and then you got the 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 light blue accent on the back. 
and it matches the uniform. Looks really good. What do you think? It was amazing. I like them. It's a little different, kind of throwback old school Adidas vibes, but I think they they probably look comfortable. They look yeah, really comfortable. That gold, whatever that gold stuff is on the side right there, looks kind of kind of different, man. You 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 know that Cleveland's colors are two alcohols. They got they got wine and champagne. Wow, that's kind of player. I like that. Hey, that's a, that's a trivia question. <laughs> that is a trivia question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think very many people will get that one. Damo must have a trivia NBA app or something because Buddy knows I, the whole. Bro, I, I love I love stuff like this. You, just, you spend a day you spend a day with me just, watching stuff like this. One time there was a shoe we saw and it was a Dame Lillard shoe and he was like, "Oh, it looks like it's it's the same carpet material as the airport when you walk uh, in Portland." <laughs> I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> Useless information, but it works. <laughs> yeah, but buddy, hey, it's it's an icebreaker. <laughs> I got all the icebreakers ready. Got all the icebreakers. I don't care what y'all talking about. Um, <laughs> no, I, I really like these shoes. I don't even know what that design is on the side. That little uh, it's like oval some dragon, thing. A dragon, yeah, or yeah. China, like they might yeah. they might be uh, Chinese New Year ones. I don't know. You know, you know, Adidas is good for some Chinese New Year joints. Always. Yeah. I got I got a few of those in the closet, so they might be. I don't know. Yeah. But now this this isn't from NBA Media Day, but you know we, me and Isaac both got celebrity crushes on uh on Asia Wilson. Oh, absolutely. so I had to throw her in here because she has some exclusive one of ones, LeBron twenty ones that she's wearing in the WNBA Finals. Um, not many pictures available, but I got one off the internet. Um, where we at? I want people to see these. No. Oh, D's looking for it. All right. Uh, <laughs> These are the gold. The gold the golden, hitters. Yes, the gold hitters. The mm. golden. The, the golden nuggets. Asia Wilson always debuts some nice heat, though. But she's she got some talent, and so she her shoe game on the WNBA side is amazing. Yes, just she does have talent. She has major talent on court. Super she's talent. Major, she has major talent off the court as well. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's that's me and Isaac's pair. All right? Me and Isaac's pair. Fair? Yeah. Fair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, hey, uh, bro. Uh, yeah, never mind. That's not it. Hey, Dabo, how would you feel going to media day and you're rocking your own shoe, a shoe that's your shoe? This is my Dominique Dunning shoe, like. You know, I didn't create my own shoe on 2K a million times. Having your own shoe or having your own customs or PE is like one of one experience. Like when I used to see GP on the Lakers or Ray Allen on the uh, Bucks, and Jordans were Jordans were everything back then, and they got their own special colorways for their teams. That like you can't match that. And having your own signature shoe is just. Like how many? Like I wish we had the stat for how many guys actually had their own signature shoe in NBA history. It's probably less than a hundred for sure. For sure, it's insane. Now, when you measure shoes on two K or Madden, what do you, what brand? Oh, these are hard. You see these? Those are hard. Those are so hard. You could wear those with any uniform because, like, it's just gold, gold, gold metal black. pack. Yeah. Like you, you can wear those for any any team, anytime. But all but that. Dama, you you could wear these with any. With anything, but imagine wearing these with the with the Aces uniforms. Don't they have some gold in their? In no, their no, they got they got hella gold. No, no, those Fire. go crazy. Those go crazy, bro. But you know, it's three stripes life till I die. 
Oh God. Yeah. If, if I, if I, on 2K, I always made a three stripe shoe. I never messed with Nike. Never Me messed too. with the other I, stuff. I, I always made a three stripe shoe, no matter how ugly it looked, because I didn't know how to design shoes. I'm not gonna lie to you. I make Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Hey, it's that NBA stuff, man. He got. Hey, he got. A, he got a. Uh, he got a crossover to the dark side sometimes. All right, we're, we're going to spare and talk about which one was our favorite because I got to get to Jimmy Butler trivia. You know, my mans came out there wilding out at media day, so I had to ask a few questions about him. Now, you're about to learn something today, player. All right. Yeah, I need it. Question one, what year did Jimmy Butler win NBA most improved? Was it A, 2015, B, 2017, C, 2016, or D, 2014? 2015? One of one, he got one. He got go. one. Yeah, I was gonna be wrong, D, so I left that one alone. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I get it. I give him some gimme sometimes, too, like this one. Jimmy Butler holds the Bulls record for most points and a half. Who previously held this record? Was it A, Scottie Pippen, B, Michael Jordan, C, DeMar DeRozan, or D, Eddie Curry? <laughs> Michael Jordan. Come on, gotta go Eddie Curry, bro. <laughs> yes, the answer is B, Michael Jordan. Oh, what? Oh, okay. Woo! Michael B. Jordan. This is Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> All right, question number three. Besides the Heat, which team has Jimmy Butler not played for? That was kind of a confusing question, but which team has Jimmy not played for? Was it A, the Chicago Bulls, B, Philadelphia 76ers, C, Minnesota Timberwolves, or D, the Toronto Raptors? The Raptors, right? Woo-hoo, three for three. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you came with the pressure. Yeah, All right. This question he, ain't even hard. He's not going to get this one. I, I was about to say the 76ers, but I got I don't remember. All right. The During the NBA bubble, Jimmy started his own coffee company in the bubble. He was brewing oh. lattes for the team, for all the teams. He was actually charging 20 bucks per latte. He was making money. Uh, what's the name of his coffee company? Is it A, Hemi Coffee Co., B, Emo Brew Inc., C, Big Face Coffee, or D, Jimmy Jam's Coffee? I know the answer. I'm going to let you get it. It can't be Emo because I was just like yesterday. I'm guessing Hemi. <laughs> Big Face, brother. We got him. Big we got face. him. It's Big Face Big Coffee, face. yeah. He made it. He made it in um, – he made it in the – during the pandemic, during the bubble because – he wanted to get his mind off of being in the bubble because he didn't think it was a great experience. So he started brewing lattes and Americanos for all the other players. And he called it Big Face. Why he called it Big Face? I don't know. Now, this is a free answer. Make sure you answer in full sentences. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite Jimmy Butler moment of all time? <laughs> Damn. He, well, don't, I don't he, know. Don't, he don't got one. I don't think I have one. Uh, my favorite Jimmy Butler <laughs> Of all time is the the emo hair man. He pulled up with the emo with the emo look. So that, I guess that's my. Uh, hey man, you got to get your stuff together. This or year, when you look back or when you, that 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 meme that went viral. You looking like this? Like <laughs> favorite moment got to be Timberwolves practice. Timberwolves practice for sure. What happened? Timberwolves practice. Uh, man, we ain't got time to go over right now. I'll tell you later. All right. WNBA, obviously, uh, we're going to talk about this first. Liberty yeah. versus Aces Finals. Who you got? Bro, I got the Aces. But that I love the matchup, though. But, yeah, I got the Aces. Take hey, the Liberty won the season series this year. They won the Commissioner's Cup as well. 
but I don't know if you can go against the Aces with their championship experience. But Liberty kind of struggled through their side of the playoff bracket. Now, we got bigger news. Golden State announced today that they're acquiring an expansion franchise in the Golden State area for the WNBA. Um, this is groundbreaking. It's really cool. Uh, I think it's going to be really cool to be on, alongside of the Golden State Warriors franchise. But my question is really, um, like, how excited are you about this? Uh, I'm not going to be really excited until I see the branding with the team's called. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped about it, but I want to see what like, – I'm curious. I'm curious, bro. Hey, tell Pay we don't cuss on this podcast, all right? I can hear him loud and clear. Pay over here talking, man. Always cussing and always oh, cussing in our show. Podcast. Wait till he has something going on. I'm just say something. <laughs> Jess, what do you think about it? That's great. It's a great addition to the WNBA. I mean, it's a great assist to the W. Um, more teams, more opportunity. Uh Brings more value, so another chance, another team for more players to make it and play on a professional team. See, just thinking about it economically and logically, and ain't no way teams ain't, ain't no way fans are gonna show up to a Golden State game. Now you're right. I hope they get the brand on point with this one because that's gonna make a big difference. All right, all right. Before we do our streetball clips of the week, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Ball Slide Podcast Network channel. Turn on your notifications. Ring that bell. All right, who's going first? Man, please, can I go first, man? Absolutely. That, oh, thanks, Dino. Appreciate you, dog. Hopefully that's San Bernardino. Well, it's not spelled like San Bernardino, bro. It's oh, D-E-N-O. No. no. Let's start off with my clip, though. You are garbage. You look at that weak ass shit. Hey, Dino. Dino. Oh. 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 That's D-Bones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, from start to finish, the OG was over there in the corner talking shit the whole time. I'm on top of his lungs talking mad shit. It was the crazy thing I ever seen. It was some real it, like... Is this the cat that was starting all the fights? He must have. He damn near, he might have sparked it. He might have sparked it. Might've Ain't no way it. he didn't. Ain't no way he didn't, bro. He over there talking crazy out of his neck. I was mad too. The whole game was talking crazy. I was at half court. I could hear him screaming through. It was, he was <laughs> going crazy. I think he was with uh, Frank. I think he was Frank's people. It would be It would be the star player's uh, dad or something. I don't know if it was daddy, but usually that happens. Uh, we, we see it all the time. We see it all the time. Uh, <laughs> all right. Here's my streetball clip of the week. You guys know that I'm a 360 uh, enthusiast. I, I pulled off a few of these in the game myself. Uh, watch this man in a streetball game. He breaks him down, goes through, and spins the other way. And does that. That's a that's a nasty clip. You've never done that in a game. I swear to God, I have. Hey, you need a fact check portion. I swear of the to show. God, I have. I, I, even though, even though I, I, I'm not like, I'm not always physically able to do it. I still try to do this in pickup. Like, you know what? I feel, I, I you know angry. what? Demo? I've seen you do this at Players Edge pickups when you were at Corona Centennial. I, I told you, Daniel. Don't, come on, man. Like, I, I did. This is, we, we didn't have we we only had balls life uh, recording back then, so we didn't have video proof of everything. No, but I, I used to do this. 
This was a July half. They was all there, all the hoops. Yeah. Almost yeah. came down, had a weird, lay, awkward angle. He just did a 360 and laid it up, went in. I was like, oh, okay. Exactly. But I, I really appreciate clips like that. It takes me back. But, oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's all the time, guys, we have today. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Episode 8, Season 2. Make sure you're back here next week at 4 p.m. Uh, let's give a special shout-out to Justin Williams for showing up today, giving us some real good insight on NBA Media Day, and give us some good opinions. But with that being said, my name is Dom. My name is Isaac. This is Treatball. We out. <laughs>